Welcome, this is the Teaching Excellence Podcast for all things FE, teaching, learning, assessment, quality and possibly a few other things along the way. Hosted by Steph Wilkinson and Jade Gibson, leaders in FE who want to support others and make a difference and hopefully spread a little happiness whilst we're at it. Welcome to the Teaching Excellence Podcast, Matt. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks, and uh, thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Um, do you want to do a little intro? Yeah, sure. Uh, so my name is Matt Gordon. I'm um, an English lecturer. I do at all sorts of levels in terms of functional skills and GCC. I'm at Waltham Forest College up in uh, North East London. Amazing. Thanks so much for joining me. I'm just That's really right. interested to... I've been talking to so many people over... Well, since March, yeah. I'm just really interested in capturing people's stories about what's been going on, how they've been. So, how have you been? I've been all right. I've been all right. I'm laughing because it's it's been a crazy time, isn't it? I think for every everyone, uh, every day's uh, or even every week, sort of seen changes in terms of what's happening in the world generally, but also in terms of education and what what we're going to do, um, what we have been doing the last few months in terms of what's happening for September. So. It's been an interesting time. I've been all right, to be honest. I feel uh, a little bit bad sometimes to people because some, I know people have had some obviously really hard times over, over, over the period and um, uh, and it's been quite difficult for, for a lot of people. But I've been, I've been okay, to be honest. It was uh, very strange to begin with, but I seem to uh, settle into the sort of rhythm or got, got my own sort of rhythm and structure within a couple of, within a couple of days or weeks. Um, and, and that was, I suppose, not 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 through any sort of sense of design. It was completely accidental, you know. It was <laughs> having to um, having to homeschool, for example, to yeah. uh, my two kids and, and try and fit that around uh, the sort of tail end of teaching I was doing in in sort of March, April, um, and so that kind of settled into its own, own routine. Um, and I managed to, to sort of get on with it and keep myself busy uh, through, you know, other, doing stuff for, for myself as well as the kids and, and so on. Um, uh, but for me, it helped give me a bit of structure because I knew what yeah. I was doing, you know, on a sort of Monday to Friday and the weekends still feel like weekends. So it was all right. But I know people are quite diff- different, you know, experiences are quite difficult. Um, yeah, I mean, but... it's, it's so interesting, isn't it, thinking about the whole, when I think back to March, routine just completely yeah. got blown out of the water. And, yeah, we, yeah. and we became, we had to find a way to settle into just something yeah and we didn't and we all operate very differently and we all had different things going on at home and we all had different you know although we were all doing the same thing in terms of trying to make teaching and learning still happen we all had to kind of just come together and but then find our own feet as well how was how was March um, (laughs) April As you were speaking, then I was just—I was just thinking. It seemed like a very, very long time ago now. You know, we don't seem to be in the midst of time. I remember back in back in those days, back in sort of March, April, there wasn't that sense of um, uh, uh, there was there was no structure really, but there was no clarity in terms of what's going to happen next. We were yeah. we just started lockdown. We just we just started. Well, I just started getting into the rhythm of uh, doing online teaching, for example. Yeah. Um, and there wasn't a sense of you know we'll be. Uh, we'll be back to normal by this day or we should be okay by this day it was a kind of uh, there was no definite you know back back then I think as as time went on as it got closer into summer um, 
there was at least a cut-off point in terms of the end of teaching and then something like a summer holiday and then you would, uh, in theory, come back in sort of September relatively normal. So it was, it just seems like a long time ago now, but it was, uh, I, I remember it being a very steep learning curve. Uh, you know, not, not, just, not just, I'm still not, I'm not sure I'm still at the top of that yet, to be yeah. honest, because it was uh, not just getting to grips with doing, you know, what I'd normally be doing online, but also kind of managing it around uh, other people's timetable, like the kids' school timetable, for example, or just doing normal family stuff that you do anyway. And that, yeah. all that went out of the, out the window in many, in many, in many respects. So. How was it for you then going online? You know, what, what, how were you, how did you feel personally? What happened with your students? How, what did that look like, feel like? Uh, sudden. Um, I was kind of, uh, I was, I was all right to begin with because um, I've done a little bit of, of online stuff and I'm relatively confident in, in, in terms of digital stuff. Yeah. Um, to, to a certain extent, not, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm definitely not an expert, but I'm, I'm kind of confident or maybe arrogant enough to think I'll be all right. You know, I'll, I'll get to, I'll, I'll get to know it or I'll start to use it and get to use the system quite well. So we, uh, we use, I was used Zoom before quite a bit, but we use Teams uh, okay. college. And I've done a little bit of uh, online stuff with some of my students who are outside of class before we actually went on lockdown. So I was at least familiar with it. And that was, that was kind of good because a few of my students also were familiar with it. And, um, uh, and I'm talking about adults as well as the younger in sort of 16 to 19 groups. And they'd used it in some of the, uh, the main, main programs as well. So it wasn't like we'd been thrown in the deep end uh, so much, uh, but it was, <laughs> but we were certainly in deeper waters. Than we did, because, <laughs> yeah. So we, 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 had, we had a grip, we, we could see the kind of shore, if you like, but um, yeah. at the same time, it was, it, it was suddenly in the sense of the change from you know, face-to-face to 100% to online. You know, yeah. It wasn't a sense of a blended approach or we you know, get used to. Yeah. Uh, period it was straight uh, a switch you know from 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 face to face to online so i think we did all right in terms of um uh, teachers themselves i did i did okay the biggest problem for me was student was keeping them um engaged you know for yeah. uh, quite a quite a long time in some in some respects uh, there's a big big difference and this is something i think most teachers realize you haven't done a lot of it before but there's a massive difference in, in keeping a class of um, uh, Brickies, for example, engaged in the Jesus English language, you know, 19th century text, uh, face-to-face, that can be uh, challenging by itself. But when it's a three-hour online session, just, just forget <laughs> it. It's not, you know, not going to happen. Uh, so that was a big change. But that kind of, I kind of enjoyed that switch. Between, yeah. How, uh, you, how we're going to use this stuff. Yeah, how, how did you tackle different. that? What sorts of things did you learn or try? Uh, lots of different stuff. There was um, all sorts of different sort of platforms and, and, and programs are using the sort of the stuff that we've uh, or a lot of people may have used before, stuff like it, things like that. So there wasn't there wasn't a big jump there. But for me, there was uh, it was more of a case of uh, trying different stuff um, and being kind of open about it. So whether it comes to something like Mentimeter, for example, or um, uh, Go Concord, those sort of different you know uh, platforms and programs that we can use. But it wasn't what we can use. It wasn't so much of, of um, this is going to be the way we're going to do it. It's like, let's see how this works for this particular activity or, or let's see this, this, how this works for this particular group, which is, I suppose, is similar to what you do face to face. But the difference with back in March, April, we were all learning to, how to get used to it. So you know, it was, in some respects, it's the blind leaving the blind. So yeah. I'm trying to get students to activity. I'm only just familiar with the software myself. Yeah, um, and I think sometimes when you share that with students, they're really okay with that. Yeah, 
And I think yeah. a lot of the positive stories that I've heard snippets of so far is where teachers have felt comfortable enough to try new things, yeah. just to be really open about the messiness of trying yeah. new things yeah. and, and kind of being together with their students in figuring out how, how that works. And yeah. sometimes students have been the ones who've actually supported the process. <laughs> definitely, definitely, <laughs> definitely. And what I found was that kind of helped with, um, not, not really rapport, it's a wrong word, but a kind of sense of camaraderie in, in a way, yeah. um, you know, where, where students would be helping you sometimes uh, and, and they'd be able to find shortcuts of the way to do it properly or, or quicker. Um, also helping each other. Um, and I thought that was interesting, but again, with the younger groups, where uh, sometimes the assumption uh, is that the, you know, the younger the student be, the more confident they are with, with, with using digital uh, in, in general. And I don't, for me personally, I don't think that's true. For, for, for social media applications, yes, yeah. probably, but it doesn't mean if somebody's uh, uh, pretty and fairly confident using their phone for social media applications that they can then learn online. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, and that was interesting to see, to see that. And like I say, in terms of like a camaraderie, they were, it was interesting to see other students helping each other, which is something in class they wouldn't normally do or wouldn't you know, be the first to, 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 to volunteer themselves. So, yeah, like I think that's a biggie, you know, there's a few things that keep cropping up in my mind, which are around how we really build a sense of community with mm -hmm. digital, digital learning. And I think, you know, the other bit of it is, we need we've always got that thing in the back of our minds about if you're interested or you you know you're you're thinking about pedagogy you think about how you have you know you set challenging learning activities or challenging engagement in learning and you know not to make it too hard um and, and we shouldn't be making it too easy but what we now have that layer of is also thinking about the tech that goes yeah. with that. Yeah, I think I think it's a good match to have the content and and method of learning that sets, you know, the right amount of challenge yeah. so that really effective learning happens. Definitely. But it's also a really nice space for students to work things out together, which builds connections, doesn't absolutely. it? Absolutely, absolutely. And there was a lot of uh, sort of positivity uh, around right. that as well. And again, that that was interesting to see happening with the adult groups and some of the older older learners, learners within the adult group, there was a more of a sense of community getting used to to the tech. And I think in some ways, and this wasn't wasn't planned, but it was I think one of the very positive things to come out of it. Uh, it, it helps students or learners, I should say, become more involved in learning yeah. because they were you know participating or helping each other or even me when it comes to you know finding a certain you know click on the right part, for example, or know it doesn't work if you do it like that. Uh, that engaged conversations about the, the actual learning we were doing um, at the time, even though it was technically nothing to do with it, but it, it helped, you know, it helped yeah. develop that sense of being engaged, really. So, yeah, it worked out, it worked out okay. Great. And what would you say were your biggest, maybe, surprises or positives that came out of, of the last, the end of the last academic year? Um, that's a good one, really. Uh, there were quite a few. I wouldn't say like a, a big surprise or um, something that was a massive shock. Massive shock. It was more a series of small <laughs> shocks yeah. as we as we yeah. went on. And I think the uh, I'm not, I don't want to turn political, but the, the uh, how can you say it? conversation, the dialogues that were happening over, um, uh, for example, GCSE results or, or functional skills results that were happening over the tail end of uh, sort of May to June, and obviously then into over the summer period as well. 
Um, that was a that that's been I suppose a bit of a shock or a bit of a, a bit of a surprise yeah. because and I don't I don't know whether others have been in a similar um, sort of mindset to me on this, but it, but what we did in terms of the English department. Uh, or my colleagues, for example, we took the whole thing very seriously in terms of uh, GCC being one example. So we took the whole, whole thing seriously in terms of what sort of evidence have we got, how can we justify a particular grade, you know, whether it's a good or, or not so good grade, how, how are we going to get to that point? So we did a lot of thought, a lot of work behind that. Um, right. and, I, and I think a lot of schools and colleges did the same, same sort of thing. Mm. And so when, it, when everything started changing, uh, when it came to sort of early August, uh, uh, that was a bit of a shock uh, in the sense of it's great to uh, have a great deal of trust put back on back on individual teachers or individual institutions. That's that's fantastic. It was also a bit of a surprise, um, but it also I think put, uh, there was a sense of for some teachers that were kind of pushed out there in in the sense of uh, we had that screening or protection, if you like, of the final decision to be made by the exam uh, bodies or. or Whatever it happens to be, where it feels like it's come back, uh, uh, back on the teachers' t teachers' shoulders now. So I think for me, that was the the, the biggest um, or series of small shocks that led to a yeah, break towards the end. That that was really hard, wasn't it, for people? Mm. You know, there was so much going on. There was so much change, and yeah. and people. There's a lot of responsibility. Had, yeah, and they had uh, people had done a lot of work. Time. Yeah. yeah. Um, they have done a lot of work and, they, and there was a sense, I know in some of the conversations I was involved in, that real sense of responsibility. Yeah, 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 um, But ultimately, like you say, that a bit of sort of, you know, welcoming of, of the responsibility coming back to the teachers and their judgment, yeah. which, you know, is what we're professionals at the end of the day. So, you know, the people who put the work in, I think they'll have bit of being a lot learned in in through those discussions yeah absolutely but what are you um where are you at now so just to timestamp um our recording we're first week back um in in colleges this week for most people um what have you what are you going to do differently what have you learned how are, how's the prep gone for this week it's um, well going back to this idea of changes. Um, we were all guns blazing for over the last week or so to start teaching from from, from next week, basically. So my my time will kick it, kicking from from Monday, mm -hmm. um, and that's uh, uh, that's changed. So now my teaching doesn't start till about twenty kind of around twenty first. Okay. So what we've done is push our start for, for English and for maths. Uh, into into another two weeks, yeah. Um, and we've got a kind of long induction going on as well as the start the main the main programs, yeah. um, and that's quite a big change for us. I know it's a big battle won by my um, head, for example, in this mm. maths as well, because it's something we've been looking at over the last couple of years. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, it's always a bit crazy at the beginning of term, and we'd always uh, or the last couple of years I wouldn't have been you know, there for for a few years myself, but. There was a sense that a lot of students, even some of the teachers, dare I say, needed a week or two to kind of bed down a bit. Yeah. Uh, in, in normal circumstances, I'm talking, but uh, before they got to grips with the English and maths uh, side of things. So we always wanted a little, little a delayed start, and now we've got it. <laughs> it's it's a big shock because uh, uh, we were also planning on on different types of delivery. So we're, we're looking yeah. at blended, you know, blended online stuff as that one is uh, a little bit of face to face and kind of. Uh, rotating groups and things like that and that's all being pushed out of the window now okay. as well so 
what it, to cut a long story short, I was I was planning on face to face with online um, uh, supplementing, you know, yeah. asynchronous kind of learning using Teams, using uh, all sorts of recording um, uh, stuff like Zoom as well, as mini videos and uh, all that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that will still happen. Uh, but the difference, or the big difference for me now, is that we uh, I will be seeing my students uh, on a weekly basis, but on a rotation. So I'll see one group on one week, and then, uh, and then everyone else will be online. And yeah. I'll see that, that particular online group face to face with the other lot yeah. um, online. So it'll switch, and I think that is good, it's a good idea. To be honest, yeah. it's, it should work out quite quite well with us because we, you know, being English and maths, we're kind of feeling affected. We're moving around the main the main timetables and. Obviously, with some subjects like the claim I mentioned earlier, there's only limited sort of things you can do online. So those students naturally can be in college a lot more yeah. than um, some other like, guys doing computer studies, for example. Yeah. Um, so we've been prepping quite a bit individually and basically have thrown up our scheme work into the air, uh, what we'd normally do. Um, and uh, in terms of what's landing is a focus on what are what other skills are going to be needed, how are we really going to tackle excuse me this particular cohort which is different to so many other cohorts over the years where they've had that gap in learning you know they've had that three months or more where they've done very little english gcc or math gcc or indeed anything else mm. and they're coming out of this uh, uh central assessment grade situation as well so they've yeah. come out with you know, possibly not the grade they were looking for or hoping for mm. with the background of being out of full-time study for, for for several months mm. um so uh uh, I think one way to describe it is, like I say, so we've chucked our skin, our normal skin work out the window. And what's what's landing? And I've got a meeting later on today about this. Is how we're going to get them? How are we going to tackle those particular skills uh, that we know that come up every year that are going to review when it comes to exam prep? But how are we going to account for those other gaps in learning? That are, uh, and, and what are they? Because obviously we don't, yeah. we don't know yet. So we, I think the, 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 the importance for us is going to be on the quality and consistency of the initial assessments um, uh, with, with students coming in, but also not throwing exam type uh, um, you know, tasks at them from day one. So it's hopefully, dare I say this, but hopefully we make the, the subject a bit more fun. Yeah. <laughs> at least for the first term or so. So it's not, you know, oh my God, I'm sitting in Jesus English class, I don't yeah. really want to be here. More of a which is actually quite interesting. We're kind of learning for learning's sake, yeah. and and not not to hide it, uh, but but to kind of screen, if you like, the assessment that's going on, the teacher's assessment, the you know, long paper assessment, to find out what what are the knowledge gaps, what are the skills gaps per, yeah. per student, and you do that all the time. You know, that's that's yeah. any year, uh, but I think now it has to be a lot uh, a lot deeper level and and sustained over the whole first term. Yeah, and it's really it is really an opportunity to rethink everything and see how we can do things differently maybe more yeah. meaningfully more impactfully more fun yeah and um, without i like that you said that you know without just worrying and reverting back to let's just stick really rigidly to past papers and yeah. exam practice and, yeah. and actually it's a really nice opportunity to look at what are the real skill development how can we do that differently yeah. um how can we you know again um there's been quite a bit of discussion about that initial assessment and and it being really detailed or or really um 
really conscious to make sure that there is a real picture that is done with the students not to the students exactly and they then fully understand what that means for them and what therefore their skill development needs are but also an opportunity for them to express how they feel about that time not in school and you know how they feel about English and how they feel about math and what would really benefit them um because I think we're all you know a, a little bit guilty of going into a new year going into sort of um known practices and and it's intense isn't it so I think if we can find that little space to breathe and um one of the quotes um that's from uh, a book that's a quote that someone shared with me and I'm going to forget the name of it now that I'm talking um (laughs) but it's about letting the fresh air in and I, I I really um really loved it that that it was a bit it was longer than that but um, it was about finding wiggle room and letting the fresh air in and it it's really stuck with me because I think if we can create that that space and let the fresh air in we could potentially do things that are more meaningful for both students and staff and and hopefully use innovation and efficiency to support well-being and, and engagement what, what i'm hoping out of or one of the things i'm hoping for out of everything that's happened last last sort of three to six months is and i don't know what, what, whether you feel about this but i feel the similar way but basically there was or there used to be a sense six you know seven eight nine months ago where uh, uh online you know pedagogy or just even using deadline learning uh, blended learning for some for some practitioners and and even for some students was um it was an additional it was a it was a nice to have or it was a bit of a gimmick or you know it helped with helped with some things but it wasn't serious learning it wasn't you know uh, as serious as sitting in a classroom you know uh, in front of the and so on and so forth and i I hope nothing what i did see a little bit of uh, over lockdown period uh, was a kind of shift in people's thinking about that we're thinking actually it's not we're not we're not doing it. Uh, we don't, we're not going to have to do this in September for the sake of it or to take yeah. a box. We have to do it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, not, it's real. It's, it's gone beyond, you know, is it relevant to, <laughs> to being essential? And, yeah. I think, and I think that's, for me, that's one of the positive things I hope uh, maintains momentum over the next, next couple of months or yeah. maybe next year. That it's, it's a really useful additional tool uh, that we can use for any, any subject, really. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and it's up to us to make that. Uh, interesting for ourselves as much as it is yeah definitely and I think people have the the amount of sharing that's been going on across education has been great hasn't it and um you know I always I've had um, over the last couple of weeks I've had a couple of online meetings with um quality managers teacher learning Mm. managers and we were definitely or I was you know definitely leading a conversation that was about let's think about pedagogy first but let's keep it quite simple and quite straightforward so choose five key pedagogical approaches yeah. that are going to really help make online learning um, at least good yeah. and then let's master them and and let's let's design it as well with the students let's keep getting lots of feedback yeah. from the students because I think if we set off um, with this you know all singing all dancing teacher learning approach online that gets you know, too much for staff in terms of pressure or 
too technical or too yeah. complex for students. Or distracting sometimes as well, you know. Everyone's <laughs> going to just find it a little bit too much, whereas I think if we decide on some real core four or five key things that we're going to really together figure out, I think then you will, you know, assessment for learning, it would be one of them, for example, that, you know, if we can figure out how to do that really well, meaningfully um, and, and in an engaging way with the students, whether it be in class or whether it be online, that's really going to benefit our planning for the learning as we go Definitely. along, isn't it? Definitely. I mean, in some ways, it, it makes it more more challenging. And, and yes, it probably is a bit more time consuming for the uh, for the for the average sort of teacher as well. But it's I think it's it, it also makes it more worthwhile in the short, medium, and long long term. And something you said earlier with that sort of key proposition for me is with we're doing this with the students. Uh, you know, whether it's it, it developing a scheme work or developing even a resource or developing a particular tool, whatever it is, it's got to be with it. It's got to be in collaboration with, yeah. uh, with, the, with the individual learners. And as, as you said again earlier, there has been a lot of that between practitioners over the last couple of months. We've been crazy now with Superdean that's been available and for free as well, yeah. um, which has been great. I'm not yeah. complaining. Uh, and there's been a lot of sharing and discussion there. And that, that sharing and discussion needs to, to, to involve the learner as well. And now that we're with them, if you like, or back with them uh, in, yeah. in September, it's a perfect opportunity. It's perfect. And I, you know, we don't need to overthink it all. We just need mm -hmm. quick, easy ways to gather feedback from students and then act on it. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's not about collecting it for quality's sake or to write a report about it. It's about, first and foremost, to do it with get the feedback from the students, alter our practices, take things out that are not working, put more things in that are working and think about it from a pedagogical approach that's going to be really impactful yeah. for me. But And then the things that you do can be used to write a report, you know, over here. But actually, first and foremost, it's about the teachers and the students Absolutely. And, that, and that dialogue between Absolutely. them. And it's been a little responsiveness as well of what you what, what you do, you know, whether it's the material or even the teaching style or even the platforms you're using, it's that being responsive to, to your learners and everything. That's what we're what we've been trying to do. That's what we're reading a lot of the textbooks when it comes to teacher training. And it's you know, and I think now is a is a, is a perfect opportunity to, to, yeah. to do it. Definitely. Well, thanks for joining me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. It's been, it's been great just to catch up, chat to you, and um, absolutely. Hopefully, people will you know benefit from from the chat as well. So yeah, see you soon, Matt. Cheers. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Teaching Excellence podcast. Leave us a voice message in Anchor. Tweet us and let us know what you think or what you want to hear on the show. Tune in next week for more. Have an amazing week and be the best version of you.